Hi, I'm Daniel Fuller from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about communication skills. So this month, in the month of August of 2022, we're doing a connection challenge to connect on a new level with God, our purpose, our loved ones, and our community. And we're getting toward the end of this challenge. And this last week, we're working on connecting with our community better. And one of the most important keys, I think, to developing community and connecting with our community is developing communication skills. Because in order for us to truly work well with one another, we have to be able to communicate well. You know, communicating, we're thinking of speaking, writing, reading, listening, and also just body language, how we deliver those messages. We have to make sure we deliver messages with grace, always seasoned with grace, that we deliver them the right way. Because it's not always what we say, but it's also how we say it. And so we're going to be asking for God's help today and just taking communion over this, asking for his help to develop our communication skills to a new level. Because we want to take our sense of community and serve our community at a new level. we got to take our communication skills to a new level. And one of the best ways I've found to do that is scribing and reading out loud from the Bible. It's actually ancient Jewish wisdom that one of the best ways to become a better communicator is to read out loud from the Bible regularly. There's something very powerful that happens when it not only goes in, but it comes back out of you. And so just a simple process, taking a few minutes every day. I usually do maybe about a paragraph a day of just hand copying scripture. And something I've been working on lately is just working on developing my handwriting. And just making it more beautiful, working on making my handwriting better, using it as an opportunity to connect with God, and then to practice writing and writing the words of God because it helps us make it, make us better writers, more effective writers. And then we can work on speaking it out loud. And then there's the skill of just becoming better listeners. We've talked a lot about that over this month, of becoming a better listener, getting more present as people are talking to us quieting down our mind, and just developing these communication skills and always seasoning it with grace. But you may be asking yourself, why are we taking communion every day? Daily communion? Well, a while back, I wouldn't have been doing this. <clears throat> About 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. And one day, I challenged to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs, Changed the course of my whole life. One day, Proverbs 13, 22 just seemed to jump off the page of me. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But really, when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God. Began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way of living a completely different way to operate my life. Well, we make him the source. We make him the center of everything. We learn how to rest and how to trust in him to allow him to do the work through us. Now, learning a new way to live wasn't always easy all the time. It meant I had to change. I had to repent. I had to grow. I had to let go of some old ways of doing things and learn how to walk out my life in a different way. And I just began to document what I was learning, the things he was taking me through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. 
But out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe the most important message that I would want to pass on is daily communion. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. Think about the picture of the book of Acts at the beginning of the church. They're going house to house, fellowshipping and taking communion with one another. It says daily they were doing that. It's an opportunity for us to remember the sacrifice of Jesus, to make his sacrifice active and relevant, and to help us remember what he did for us. When we got the busyness of a day coming at us, we got issues and problems coming at us today. The Apostle Paul says every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation of all the benefits that are found in the New Covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. How we take it matters. Every time we take communion, to take it as an opportunity to connect with God, we're not just doing it to check a box and say that we did it for the day. We take it with the fear of the Lord, with honor and reverence for the sacrifice of Jesus. Doing it from the heart. Out of appreciation for the sacrifice of Jesus. So the process we typically use, we start with about a two-minute long prayer. It's a prayer that for me personally developed over the course of about eight to ten years. This is what I pray daily. There's other prayers I use, but this is the foundation of the prayers that I use every day. It's coming from Ephesians chapter 1 and the prayer of Jabez found in First Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine or judge themselves before taking communion. And think about that for a moment. If communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life, if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we usually do some health and fitness tips. Because I truly believe health and fitness, physical exercise, is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. 
Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? Because it's always called today. We're going to bring our relationship with God down into today to impact every area of our lives. And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's where we go through our four fundamentals each day. And working on bringing some presence and some fun into those fundamentals today. But before we go through the fundamentals, just remember, God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and stages along the way. It didn't all just happen in one day. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ. I think there's some steps, there's some stages along the way. And I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. And being willing to move forward with his plan. Learning to put off our old ways and to walk out this new way of living. Walking in faith and love and humility and trust. And allowing his beautiful plan to unfold in our lives. And that's where I think these four fundamentals come in. So our first one, we've got to get positioned in the light today. Every day we have a decision to make. We can walk in the light or we can walk in the darkness. And every day we've got to keep getting repositioned again. When we're walking in the light, we're walking in faith. We're walking in forgiveness. We're walking in love. And one of the very simplest, easiest ways to stay in position every day is just be thankful. Be thankful. When you feel yourself getting out of Thanksgiving and into complaining, out of Thanksgiving, you you, you find yourself, you're walking, getting out of the light. We're getting out of faith. We're getting out of forgiveness. Stay positioned in Thanksgiving all, to, all day today. Rejoice and be thankful in all things. That's our first step is to get in position. When you step into the light, man, there are so many good things in the light. God has taken everything that he has and he put it all in Christ. And we get this amazing opportunity. We get access to all those good things today. In there is his spirit and power and presence, his love and peace and joy, his mind and wisdom, health and energy. Think about this for a minute. We get to rest and we get to have God's peace, his joy, his love, his power, his health and energy, his time, his presence. All those things are available to be received and flow through us. We don't have to use our own. So first got to get in position to turn on the flow of this. And then our second fundamental, I believe, is to magnify the light. To magnify, it's to make bigger or greater. We're going to turn up the brightness of this light. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all these good things through us. And to make it very simple, to magnify the light. What are you focused on? What are you magnifying? What do you keep thinking about and talking about and rolling over in your mind all day? And I think we have two, two options, two baskets that we could fill up. On one side, you get a basket full of all the issues and problems. And you can fill that up with venting, complaining, pouting, getting down, talking about the problem over and over again, meditating on the problem. Or on the other side, we got a basket full of our praises to God, praising him for who he is, praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. Praising him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. 
And we can fill up that basket of praise and just stay focused on all the things that are going well. What's God doing today? What are, what are the things that are going well? Now, this is not denying that there's issues or problems. It's choosing to fill up that basket of praise in the face of issues and problems because we trust he can solve those problems a whole lot better than we can. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms because wherever we're positioned, whatever we're magnifying, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. How are you feeling on the inside? Are you snapping at people? Are you getting upset or angry? Are you withholding good things that you know to do because other people did things you didn't like? Are you withdrawing your presence, giving people the silent treatment? Those are kind of external symptoms. But how are you feeling on the inside? Do you have the weight and heaviness and pressure of life sitting on you? The fear, the stress, the worry, dreading things in the future, reliving bad things from the past. Those are all symptoms. We're out of position. We're magnifying the wrong things. Because when we take our position in the light, there is rest in our soul. We have fellowship with God, fellowship with people, and his peace, and his joy, and his love, and his power. All those things begin to flow. And when we rest, God goes to work. And now everything is free, and easy, and effortless, and energizing. There's a lightness in your spirit. Because he's doing the work. That pressure just comes off. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because sometimes we get off track. And it's a skill set we can develop of recognizing those symptoms and turning the tables, getting back into position quickly. God gives us this amazing gift of grace. That if we ever get off track, we can get right back in position, back in the flow of things in about two seconds. If we'll get skilled at this. How do we do it? It's recognizing it first. And then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. Then we start praising and magnifying him. We receive that forgiveness from him. Forgive ourselves. Walking in forgiveness with other people. I like to pray this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me is more than enough to handle whatever's coming at me in a beautiful, graceful way today. Help me to tap into it and see it flowing in my life at a greater level. And you start to get all these good things flowing through you. God's going to start to give you some vision and some direction and some leading in your life. But we're going to stay tuned into him. That's our third fundamental, staying tuned into him. My favorite way to do this is with a journal before bed. And I like to start at the very top with what I call some filters. These filters are just short phrases that I keep rewriting every night as a way to keep things top of mind, to keep me in rhythm with God, to reinforce my decision making throughout the day. And I like to start at the very top. What's the big picture vision? And I just keep rewriting it every night. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I like to bring it down into this year. What's the word or vision or direction God gave me for this year? For me personally, this year is 2022, the year of the beautiful land. And he's starting to give me some insight into that, just this rich inheritance that he has for us in Christ and teaching us to hold fast to it. To possess it and hold fast to it, not let it go. Filling up that basket of praise to hold fast. And then I want to bring it down into this month. This month we're working on connection. And this week specifically, I bring it down into this week, we're working on connecting with our community. And then I like to start my journal with Thanksgiving to get in position. And then I like to magnify what went well today. What are all the ways I saw God showing up today? 
Because the more we look for them, the more they grow bigger, the more of them we're going to see. And then I like to just get still and listen for a minute and just ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And think back over the day and whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. We started with the big picture, then this year, this month, this week, and I want to bring it down all the way into today. And that's where I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with our fourth fundamental. What do I know to do today? Because sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure everything out, playing out all these scenarios that I don't really know what to do. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. And all these things piling up and building up on the inside. You feel that sense of pressure and overwhelm. You lack clarity. So I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do? And that becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning and we get the day started right. We remember this very important principle that the first thing out of our mouth every morning, it sets the tone for the whole day. And I feel like this is something we can imitate God in. Looking back, what's the very first words we see God speak in the Bible? Let there be light. And that simple phrase sets the tone for the whole Bible. And so now the first words out of my mouth in the morning, let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan together with him in full confidence in him. He's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith with all the doubt and unbelief, things that are holding you back are eliminated, just full confident faith in him. His grace begins to surge through. He begins to go to work. He begins to bring these beautiful solutions into our life, things that we could never make happen on our own, gifts from above. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our lives. So today we're asking God for help to become amazing communicators. There's speaking, there's reading, there's listening, there's writing. There's body language communicating, how we communicate with our body, and always seasoning it with grace. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help, for us to truly connect with our community. We have to grow in our communication skills. And we're asking for your help, that from this point on in our lives, we would just continue to grow and grow and grow in our ability to connect and to communicate with other people. Because the better we can communicate, the better we can connect. Think of communication and communion, very similar concepts. To communicate is to connect better. So, Father, we're asking your help for your help with that today. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember, God sent us his one and only son to die for our sins. And if he would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? He's a good father. He poured the cup of his wrath onto the body of Jesus. The body of Jesus was broken so that we could be connected back to God. He makes us right and holy, perfect in God's sight. Could approach him with freedom and confidence all through his one sacrifice. 
And he raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up with him, seated us together with him, made us one with him. So, Father, we thank you for this bread and all that it represents. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness, that transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new. And gives us this new covenant with God, this blood sworn oath. That God is with us, he's for us, he's working for our good, he's on our side. He's our shield and our great reward. So Father, we thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, health and fitness. So I had an interesting thing. I was moving some of my gym equipment a couple weeks ago. And it was just a very busy day, and I didn't have time to do my normal workout. It's one of the few days that I hadn't done my normal workout. But I was moving weights. And we're carrying a full rack of dumbbells, weights out to a car. And so we're talking about a lot of different dumbbells. And I'm getting a lot of what we call farmer's walks, just holding weights in your hand and just walking. And I noticed I did a lot of these things. I'm sweating by the end of it. I'm working, training. And it wasn't my normal workout. And I noticed the very next day, it was like there was a grace that came upon my body. My body was like totally restored, totally refreshed. And I noticed I had one of the best workouts that I'd had in a while the very next day after doing all these farmer's walks. And so something I've started doing is every once in a while, just to break up the rhythm of the normal workouts, to do something a little different, I find that it just refreshes and restores your body. It's just to have a day where you just do a bunch of farmer's walks. And that's really all you do. You just do a whole bunch of farmer's walks, just carrying weights around. And it does something like just restore and refresh your body. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.